Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart podcast show. Speaking of servants, I'm going to international today. We're going to Canada, Montreal, Canada. I've met her the first time today, but I've heard so much about her. And what she does and how she does it is definitely with a servant's heart. Hey, Lori, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Well, we've done a little pre-show work up here, and I'm super excited to learn more about what you do. Let's dive into it and why you got started doing this franchise thing. You know, it's interesting. I sort of fell into it. Um, I started my career as a tax lawyer. And then, um, you know, seven years in, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And one of my best friends uh, worked for this multi-billion dollar company that owned three different brands, all of which were franchised. And they said, they're looking for in-house counsel. And I said, okay, I'll take that job. So that's how I got into franchising was I went and I took a corporate job um, with a company that owned three different franchise chains. So that's really where I built up. And, you know, I learned all about, um, you know, franchising and food service operations and, you know, HR and finance. And yeah, it was, it was like a school. I use it as a school. Is there a better route? Traditional business, Stephen Mona wants to start a business and do a tech company. I do that. Or work with you in a franchise. Is there different circumstances for each or is just franchise an easier way to go for a new person that wants to get into business? You know, I love franchising for people who want to get into business because whatever it is you love to do, there is a franchise for it. There are 4,000 franchises in the United wow. States and there are tons that are coming in from, you know, from Europe and from China and Australia. You know, it's the market is just expanding. So there's a franchise for everything you could possibly think of. And why would you go and start from scratch when you can buy a business in a box that has already generated the brand awareness that you need to be able to sell at the local level. You know, when you put up those yellow arches, everybody knows what they're getting. You just need to put up the arches and people come, right? Well, that's the, you know, the basic idea behind franchising is that there's consistency and people know what to expect from that franchise. So when the sign goes up, people will come. The phrase business in a box, I know yeah. you didn't coin it, but I'm nope. glad you said it because you just made it really simple to me simpler and it's not building a business never simple and i want to say that oh and i want no no uh, emails from people saying oh you said business is easy it's not but you make it easier correct yeah 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 because someone else has already made all the mistakes and spent all the money on the trial and error so why would you reinvent the wheel hmm. you know i mean when you you could go and buy a restaurant franchise and have instant customers at your door, or you could open up Joe's Pizza and then have to do a tremendous amount of marketing and all of this stuff just to get people, just to break even, you know, take yeah. advantage of the millions of dollars that other people have invested in creating the system. This is very cool what you're saying. I'm getting me excited. Watch out, I may be calling you. Um, so if somebody has a business and people are telling them, man, you could grow this thing. Is a franchise a possibility of growing their business? Instead of saying, I want to go from a million to 5 million, let's do more sales. Would a franchise opportunity help with that? Yeah. What's very interesting is that, you know, what most people don't understand about the franchise model is that for the franchisor, meaning the company that's becoming a franchise or the franchisor, it's a purely financial decision because 
let's say you wanted to open 10 stores this year and it costs $100,000 per store. So you need a million dollars. You have two choices. You go to the bank and you borrow a million dollars. So now not only do you have a million dollars of debt that you have to pay plus the interest and it, you know, really does a number on your financial statements, right? But you now have to manage and construct 10 locations. Your other option is to find 10 people that have $100,000 each and teach them how to do what you do. And that's how you grow your business. That's how you scale your business from one location to 10 locations in one year. It's by using the franchise model. Kind of a proxy in a sense, probably the wrong word, but they're a proxy for what you do and they have your mission behind and they're taught all that. Yeah. That, that's very powerful. I, I never thought of it that way. So let's talk about, let's go through a five minute journey. Yeah, I'm looking for a franchise. Mm-hmm. I reach out to you. Let's walk through the journey, what you would do with me to move forward with this. Sure. The first thing I would want to know is what you're doing now. So I would want to understand what you're doing now. And I would want to understand what you like about what you do and what you don't like about what you do. And then I ask the magic question that I ask everybody. And I say, if we were in a perfect world, You get up in the morning, you go to work, you love what you do. What are you doing? And it could be anything. We're in a perfect world. So that's the question that I ask, because that really helps me to understand people's true passions. Yeah. You know, they say I would be knitting. Um, I'd be making pies. So, okay, well, then let's do that for a living. Well, you can't make a living doing that. I'm like, sure you can. There's a franchise for that. So, wow. Yeah. So then what we do is, you know, they go through a questionnaire. Once I understand what they're looking for, I go back and I do research and I come back to them and I say, okay, here's five of them that I think fit your criteria that you might be interested in. They evaluate them and they tell me, yeah, Lori, I like these two. So we go on and then I get all the information on those two. And then we look at them independently and we do an analysis And then we decide, you know, which one we're going to pursue. And then I work with them to help them to um, read and understand their franchise documents. Um, And I help them also with the legal part of negotiating the franchise agreement for them. That's powerful because that's a, that's a big part for me. That's missing how to do the paperwork, right? Um, In franchise, it seems exciting to me because like you said, you could, start with one and then multiply, right? You know, you've yeah. got the main guy, but I started a franchise and there's always opportunities for me to have three or four, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, we call them multi-unit owners and these multi-units, that's where the real money is. Now, when you buy one franchise, you will make a living or you could be, you know, making an, uh, you know, a very good living, right? But you'll always make a decent living. When you start making the big money is when you start having multiple locations, because then you have economies of scale. You don't need a manager for each store. You can have one manager for two stores. Right. So, you know, and then, you know, you don't need them all to be doing separate accounting. You can do all the accounting together. So that's where you really start saving money by being able to do your own administration. You're selling me, girl. I'm (laughs) like, I got it. Man, if I had time, I'd do it because really, right? Because I love being with people, and, and I know a lot of people that do, but they're afraid, especially fear now is all over the place, indecisiveness because yeah. of COVID and all that. Do you? So I become, and I get this franchise. Do you walk away at some time, and I just start working with the franchise, or? Yeah. 
So you're just a startup, get me going. And then I work right. directly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I get you going when I get everything set up with the franchisor and I get your business set up and whatever, you know, companies you need will help you incorporate the company and get your tax numbers and your business numbers and all those kinds of things to set up the business. The actual operation of the business, you learn from the franchisor. Because once you sign the franchise agreement, you go into the franchisor's training program. So that's where you learn, you know, yeah. how to make yeah. the magic sauce. So really, you're by my side. Where if I didn't meet Laura Cartman, don't know what Laura Cartman Company, which is the name of your company, which is very unique. We talked about that earlier. I love it. <laughs> yeah. okay. Thank you, your parents. To come up with that. Yeah. So, so the two scenarios are: I can go out and start going on the internet, doing my DIY, going on YouTube, learning all that, which franchise, or hire you. To help me walk through those steps that yeah. I could make major. Can I make major steps doing this on my own where it could affect me? Oh, yeah. If you do this on your own, you know, every franchise has what's called a franchise disclosure document. And that document tells you everything you need to know about the people who run the franchise and what the franchise is like. And it's supposed to be written in layman's terms so that the average person reading it can understand. But it's still quite complicated and the average person reading it doesn't understand and they need somebody to walk them through it because when someone comes to me my job is not to sell them or talk them out of buying this franchise my job is to explain to them what all the risks are and whether or not they're significant risks or minimal risks and then they can make an informed decision if they want to move forward I like it because you're working for me, not for McDonald's. I'll just use Correct. a go by McDonald's. You work for me and you can go, Correct. I'm not liking what's happening here. Let's move on to the next. Or absolutely. Here's some of your obstacles if you do jump in this. Oh, that's so this is yeah. this yeah. is you know audience. Go ahead. Last week I had a gentleman and I said to him, I said to him, I gotta tell you, this is one of the worst franchise agreements I've ever seen. I said. You know, I would not only walk, I would run away from this brand. Wow. You know? That's a good story. And, yeah. And and it was so true. And I mean, you know, the franchisor came back with these comments and he was like, Lori, that was the best advice you ever gave me. And that's invaluable. Whatever the, you charge, that's invaluable because you could have saved them headache and money down the road. How, do you work with all the franchises in the United States? You have access yes. to all? Oh, you have access to all of them? Yes. Okay, audience. Shout out I your con right. go ahead. I'm completely independent. Okay. So I I do get paid a commission by the brand if sure. I sell a franchise, right? But they all pay me a commission. But <laughs> I'm completely independent. I'm not I don't have contracts with any brands that say I'm gonna sell your franchise, except for my franchise development clients well, whose franchises I do sell. Right, but right. I'm not limited to the brands in my inventory. I will, you know, if I'll go out and research all the brands in the U.S. till we find the right one. I'm getting excited again. So before I forget, because I know audience out there, somebody's getting excited about this. Shout out your contact info, how they can get a hold of you and talk to you more about this. Yeah, they can go to my website, which is lauriecartman.com. Um, so they can just go to my website. They can book with me. They can contact me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn under Lori Cartman, my, which is my personal page. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, and my email is Lori at LoriCartman.com. So it's pretty easy to remember. They can yeah. always reach out by email. 
Well, I'm going to put a challenge out there because I really like what you're putting down here, Lori. So here's a challenge, listeners. The first two people that contact her and she reaches me and says, you mentioned this show, I have a, a little gift for you. Not going to tell you what it is. It's going to be a surprise. But if you, because this, Lori, what you're talking about is breaking so many barriers. Because I've kind of looked at franchises and I've talked to people. I, I wish I knew you 10 years ago. I'd be a multimillionaire. Most people don't understand what it is, you know, and they only have heard the bad stories. And there's lots of horrible stories about franchisors taking advantage of franchisees, but they're they're rare. You know, the bulk of franchisors really want their franchisees to succeed and are really good people. Yeah, because it's their brand. Yeah. You know, I go buy McDonald's and start throwing burgers on, you know, places a mess and all that happens. That doesn't help McDonald's. No, no. You just said something earlier I want to come back to. Not only do you help people find franchises, you build franchises for companies. Right. To me, that's unique. Never heard that. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Sure. So companies will come to me because they have a successful location. They've been profitable for a couple of years. And people are saying to them, you know, you should open in my neighborhood or when are you coming to my town? And they start thinking about expanding their business and they typically realize that they don't have the money to do it. And so, you know, franchising your business is a lot less expensive than a bank loan. You don't need a bank loan to franchise your business. Right. So, you know, it's much more affordable. And um, as opposed to what we were talking before, as opposed to going to the bank and borrowing the million dollars and building the 10 locations, right? So what I do is people come to me and I create all the systems and procedures that they need. So we do their financing. We do anything that touches marketing. We do anything that touches HR operations, you know, sales um, and, you know, basic franchise development. So we're a full service firm. So brands come to us and we just take everything off their plate. We have a, it's a done for you service. Yeah. Anybody listening that's been thinking about franchising their own business, reach out to Lori, because again, it's that business in a box. I mean, I'm a plumber. I want 10 plumbing stores, you know, 10 place locations. I don't want to do, you know, to grow that, I just have to borrow money, making their franchise, they've got you by their side to this journey, I'm assuming, right? Absolutely. And yeah. I've been doing this for 40 years and I've been a franchisor and I've also been a franchisee. So, and I practiced franchise law for 32 years. So I really understand the relationship. So you've been doing it 40 years, but you're 48 years old. How's that? I'm kidding. I have to I'll do that. I'll pay for that later. Yeah, we'll take care of that later. <laughs> Well, let's talk about uh, my sponsor, H7 Network, I'm super excited about. I, I, tell me a little bit about H7 and how it's helped you and how you use it. Oh, my God. H7 is just, you know, is an absolute gift. You know, the people in the H7 community are really there with a serve mentality. You know, you talk about doing business with a servant's heart. And that's what that community is. And it really is a community. And they have so much to offer because if you look at their calendar, you know, you'd be amazed to see how many different topics they have and groups that they have that are based on either industry or, you know, location. They just have so much to offer. And then in addition of what a lot of women aren't aware of is that there's Evolve, which is the other side of H7, which is a woman's group, which is run um, by um, Clay's wife. And it's absolutely brilliant. I'm glad yeah, you brought that up. does a great job with that. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. 
and, and H7 is we need to network. Yeah. And this is the way to do it now. It's all there's in person and virtual. You can do that. Well, thank you for that because I, I love the shout out about H7, not only because it's a sponsor, but I love hearing that because I've been with yeah. them two and a half years. So it's it's great and I, I enjoy it. I find the the sessions very enjoyable. I've made my money back over and over and over again. I mean, it's not a big investment. It's worth every penny and more. Yeah. Favorite book. You're a smart lady, woman, lady, female, because <laughs> I can hear that. And you've been in business for a long time, been on both sides. But I'm sure you've read some good books. What's a book you could give advice to our listeners? My book that I recommend to everybody is called You Can't Teach a Kid to Ride a Bike at a Seminar. It's by David Sandler. And it is about the Sandler sales system. And if you don't like to sell because you think you feel slimy, this is a book you have to read. It is meant for people who have to sell, like particularly people who are in the service industry, but even people who are in the product industry where you have to sell for a living and you don't want to be that quote unquote, that stereotypic salesman. This is all about how you can do it with dignity and with honor and with grace so that you can look at yourself in the mirror at night and you can make a damn good living at the same time. So I recommend that book I read 20 years ago and I've read it many times since. You got me another book. I like it. I love getting new books. Yeah, I'll check it out. Let's talk about serving. Yes. Doing business with servant's heart. How do you serve your clients and prospects? Um, Well, I sit on the board of directors of the Canadian Franchise Association. So, um, and then I sit on uh, two of the committees, the education committee and the women in franchising committee. So I'm able to really give back to the franchise community by being on these committees and by being on the board of directors, um, you know, and by helping especially new franchisors navigate what, you know, through what being a new franchisor is like. And then I am a mentor um, for Scotiabank, they have a women in business program. So I'm a mentor for them. And then from a personal perspective, um, I am a mentor and I sit on the board of Crohn's and Colitis uh, Canada because I have Crohn's disease. So that's work that I've been working with them for, I don't know, 28 years or something like that now. So I'm a big believer in giving back. I've been fortunate. People have given to me and I'm a really big believer in giving back and you, you just, you know, just as, give back as much as I can and it will just come to me in spades. And these are volunteer hours. You're doing these boards. Oh, it's all volunteer. Volunteer. Yeah, it's all volunteer. And, that's great. And and I'm somewhat familiar with Crohn's disease. I've had a number of people I know have it. it, it it's God bless you for doing what you do because I know it could be, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough one. It exactly the word so you going out doing it because i want the audience to hear we could have these struggles these obstacles but lori carbon's successful yeah it's not stopping you and you'd be amazed when you speak to people to find out that everybody has their own struggle yeah. you know it's like you look at someone and you can't tell if they're happy and they're smiling that doesn't tell you that they're not suffering inside yeah. you know and that's what we hear a lot about now when we talk about mental health and well-being and and all of that one more shout out. How they can get a hold of you? Um, LoriCartman.com. Just go on my website. My Calendly link is there. You can just schedule an appointment with me. Um, that's really going to be. Or, um, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. 
Fantastic. Well, we got a few more minutes. I, I want to ask you about somebody comes to you and they want a franchise and if they're just not a fit for you, what's your next step with them? If they're not a fit for me, which happens, yeah, I will refer them to someone else who I know in the industry. If they're not a fit for franchising, because not every business is fit for franchising, I will be very honest and tell them that and say your business just doesn't fit the model. So I'll be very honest. You know, if you need high skilled labor, right? Yeah. It's very hard to franchise that. It's very hard to find this high skilled labor, right? So it really depends on the person and the industry. Yeah. that's So not every industry can be franchised and you just. No, not everything can be franchised. No, no, not everything can. And I'm very honest with people about what their chances of success are. And that's a true servant's heart. So I appreciate you so much, Lori, because this world tends to bring people and I'm going to make them fit because I need the money. I'm going to make them fit. It does both disservice you and the potential prospect because down the road, something's going to fall apart, right? Yep. You know, I left a firm many years ago because that was their philosophy. And I said, why are you taking on this brand? They're never going to make it. And he says, well, we'll just do the development. We won't do the sales. I said, like, that's horrible. You're just going to do the development work, take their money when it comes to selling the franchises, just leave them on their own. I said, no, no. And I left that firm because that's just not my, that's, I don't think that way at all. Yeah, I can tell that. Yeah, you you do. You go run the other way pretty fast, as fast as you can run. If I, you know, I'd be a lot richer if I didn't have as much integrity, but I can, I can sleep well at night. So I'll take my integrity any day. You know what, Loy, I'm so glad you said that. Not a lot of guests say that, but I'm glad you did, because I feel the same way. I've given a lot of advice, and and I, you're like me. I don't look back and go, shoot, I should have done this. No, it's past. I learned from it. Yeah. And where can I go forward, and who can I help? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you're a rock star, Lori. I am so <laughs> glad you, but you. thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest. Audience, please reach out to her. A franchise is something you're thinking about. Reach out to her. She'll do a quick call or a quick email, answer it, tell her what industry you're in, right? And and yeah, figure that out. Pleasure. What... I mean, I'll yeah. give you an hour of my time. I have no problem with that. Now that's a service art. She's gonna give you an hour. If you can't figure it out by an hour, I know Lori can. So let her do that. So please reach out. With that being said, we're at the end of our time. Um, I wish I did a two-hour podcast because I think we go three. But with that being said, you've done a lot in your life. You've had a lot of ups and downs, some of you mentioned today, but what advice would you give my audience in their journey in business and life? It's funny you should mention the ups and downs because yes, my career has had its ups and its downs and that's what life is, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you own your own business, there's going to be the high times and there's going to be the low times. But in the low times, you have to remember that the high times always come. So if you can remember that, then what I do is the low times where I don't have a lot of work, I use it to paint, which is what I love. I fulfill my hobbies. I use it for self-care. You know, I take long walks and then because and I don't worry about the work because I know that the high time is just around the corner. 